Deshaun Watson. And welcome to another episode of the Turn Up For What podcast. We are live but under the weather from Harris County as we sit back and help you digest yesterday's 50 burger against the Atlanta Falcons as the Texans move back to 3-2. and two. We'll take a look ahead to our trip to Cowtown, Missouri as well as a look around the news as we get ready for the big game against Paddy Mahomes and the Chiefs. So welcome to another episode of the Turn Up For What podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Disonquire, and we're joined by a couple of Houston's finest, a long-time tra- travelling Texan, Math Johnson. How are we doing? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me on. And we've got also an absolute pleasure to introduce a Houston legend, the, a.k.a. the local representative of Ruben Prado. How are you doing, mate? Pretty good, pretty good. Well, we're all, we're all, uh, all got a bit of uh, indigestion, I think, today after tuning down on that 50, because... Uh, that was that was something that well certainly I didn't expect this week that the uh, the offense were going to turn a performance like that and uh, it just shows you Deshaun is uh, when he's got time in the pocket you know good things are happening it's uh, it's it was something it was something special so we're going to do a bit of a barber shop edition this week just a bit of talk uh, in Ruben's kitchen here as we sit um, as we sit the day after the game um, a couple of us sitting feeling a bit under the weather uh, the. The Houston Heat and the uh, Houston Beer, I think, is getting the, the better of us. So, um, but definitely a great performance. I think like yesterday, um, in, term, in terms of uh, in terms of where this team needs to be, I think the the performance by by the offense was 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 muchly needed after a couple of terrible home games at home, and um, the the tailgate was was uh, certainly flat. I think before we got into the game, I tweeted out that there was there was a real uh, a real a, a real disdain for Bill O'Brien and the and the coaching staff, and the, and, a, and many fans have told us that many of their closest friends were were boycotting it, and and there was a couple definitely a couple of tailgates that we visit which weren't even running yesterday. Guys, what did you think? Yeah, it was definitely kind of disappointing to see uh, not that many seats. You know, filled, and you know, it just shows that there are quite a lot of disappointment based on games that we, you know, were were pretty much our games, and we lost them. So you know, a lot of you know hesitation from people wanting to go back, and you know, but it happens with every everybody. everybody and you know, after today, yesterday's win, I I think definitely next home game will be a little bit more packed than it was. So yeah, definitely. Um, there's definitely a sense of tangible frustration with the fans. Um, with uh, O'Brien not giving up, a, not, not allowing the, the the coaching staff to do their job, um, so it was good to see a win there, and hopefully that uh, we can move forward and, and have better games in the future. Yes, yeah, so I mean in terms, in terms of that, I think as all fan bases, I've got a great uh, great short term memory or a propensity to forget when your team wins and when you put up uh, over fifty points at home against you know what's a team that not so long ago was in the the Super Bowl. I think that you know that'll do that. I think the, 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 yeah, the, the first drive we sat down in the, in the stadium yesterday and uh, uh, the stadium was quiet with the, the Carlos Hyde fumbled the ball in the second down and it looked like it was going to be a long day um, for me and it, it, uh, it, was, it was certainly a, a quiet atmosphere um, but all of a sudden um, Will Fuller kind of turned up out of nowhere really yesterday and, 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 put, and put on a, a, a show really um, for this team, there was a couple of key moments. I thought there was the biggest moment, and I think what you get, you see what you guys think. But in terms of down seven 0 give up, give up a score early. Uh, it's a, it's a third and it's a third and seven play in our own half. Deshaun Watson 
looks like he's, he's, he's got nowhere to go. It looks like it's going to be a coverage sack. The pocket collapses. He fumbles the ball. He then picks up the ball and then runs for a first down. And that just really, from that point on, ignited the offense, ignited the stadium, and you could feel that the fans getting getting in with it. And the vibe at that point, I thought, changed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that play just... It, 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 life, it brought life to the, to the crowd and the stadium. And it just... We stood up and we just kept cheering the whole rest of the game and it really was the turning point I think and you know from there on you can see even you know a change in our attitude and, and, and the, the perspective we had now was like different and we're like we we definitely could see ourselves winning this game and winning it with style so you know definitely was exciting to watch so yeah definitely um, I think it's just a good example of how flexible um, Deshaun Watson could be and it's always good to have that in the background, knowing that if things don't go quite well, he can recover and at least pull something out the bag that can potentially turn a game around. Um, you know, everyone can rally around to Sean Watson, and I think that's a great thing. So it's good to see that, and hopefully he continues to develop and continues to bring things to the game. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great to see. Yeah, I think Sean's a dynamic playmaker, and you all saw that. And um, I believe that he's, we've just seen today that those red boots he was wearing yesterday <laughs> are getting sent to Canton because he's the first ever player to f- throw for 400 yards uh, and, and give in five touchdowns in, in, with uh, less than five or less or more than uh, five incompletions um, you know and it was one point in the, in the uh, first half of yesterday when we tweeted out that he was he was 12 for 12 at one point and it didn't look like he was going to drop one all day and I think Kiki and, and Fuller actually let his numbers down a bit there mm-hmm. because when he was when he only had uh, five incompletions over the day and two of them you know hit two guys hands I think that kind of sums up how he played I think despite that though the, the game was tight I think if you look, looked at the at the two minute period before half time it was a third and one the Defonta De- Foreman breaks breaks one for them but it was kind of perplexing because it seemed to the Zebras seemed to call a Call it an offensive holding on the on the Falcons line, but for some reason they, they picked it, picked up their uh, picked up their yellow laundry and uh, and Reed nearly had a, 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 a near interception. Um, but yet yeah, then we went we went in in uh, in, in at the half um, behind. We were still making our way back from the barn, and there was a, a loud um, a loud scream, and, and that loud scream was Kiki breaking one for almost uh, fifty yards to set us up in the in the red zone, and then after that. Of the of the five possessions that uh, the Texans had, they put up points in all five, and that that was and that was really just kind of drove drove a, a real wedge between the, the two teams. I think the, uh, the it was you know continue either a field goal or, or, or touchdowns continued continued to, to happen. I think Kiki broke broke one, and then uh, El Guapo, as he as he's known as a fan base, uh, Ruben El Guapo stands for for anybody that doesn't know. The good-looking guy, gorgeous, or yeah. something in those terms. If he keeps running them in, then uh, he can he can he can keep that name. I think the former Ohio yeah, State. He can man, call himself whatever he yeah. wants. <laughs> the former Ohio State man uh, has been has been great pickup for this team. I think um, he, uh, you know, I was vocal about not wanting to lose Martinez Rangan, but yeah, he looks like he's a good going to be a good find for this team. And uh, I thought he, he ran well yesterday. Um, Continue to do that. Um, for for the for the game, I thought Hopkins was still quiet, um, but yeah, there was some good good uh, some 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 good plays from him in the second half, and, and Fuller just had a, a career day, which uh, got his uh, got himself on on NFL Network. So in a contract year, I'm sure his agent was delighted about that. Um, so yeah, no, I mean at that point it was it was 30, 33 to seventeen. I thought Darren Fells just looks like just such a big beast at tight end, six foot seven, just using that body and that frame in the red zone just looked great and. Uh, he uh, he, holding a couple of touchdowns, and then 33-7, thought 
thought the ge- 17 rather I thought the game was there and then DeAndre Carr decides to have his first ever fumble on uh, special teams it made the game a lot tighter and actually at that point we probably could have been a bit more of a breakaway uh, win I thought they, they, we just continued to have a good mix of pass and, and rush um, throughout the uh, throughout throughout the game I thought the, the final touchdown yesterday for me it was just the one that really kind of summed up the game was uh, it was a quick well Fuller's route from what it looked like on the broadcast was a quick out stopped realised it was cover zero and just and just hauled ass all the way to the end zone and Deshaun spotted him and dropped it in and it, it looked like they were toying, toying with them at that point because they they'd, uh, they'd, they'd asserted their dominance and there was only going to be one winner uh, and despite them them coming back and keep keep uh, keep coming back it is and rightly so it was a brave performance from a team in Atlanta which I think their coach may will get sacked in the next few games if, if he hasn't been already uh, when we record this but look it was a great game uh, for Fuller and a great game for for uh, Watson as well I think so um, so that so putting up a 50 burgers rare as we were walking out we actually missed missed the uh, the pick six live um, but actually um, when, we're, when, I, when I was thinking about it the the pick six was what crowned us a 50 so then I thought well what makes the perfect burger because Ultimately, that was a that was a that was a big old slice of tomato and a favourite squirt in your sauce and on top of the bun uh, when they pulled in that pick six. So, what's, what's I was I was a little disappointed too with the with the field goal um, situation where we um, missed a couple of those that I thought was just I mean that's your job you're supposed to just kick. Field goals. You make a fifty yarder. How much was the one that he made? Fifty plus yards. Yeah, he made two field goals, but he missed two PATs. Yeah, 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 the extra points. Yeah. It's like you have to be able to make those as well because that would have made the score even sweeter. You know, that's what I think. Yeah, I think the yeah we left two points out there. Uh, I think there'll be there will be or will be looking to bring in some kickers to either send a message yeah. or something to work definitely because he's been a good. I think he's good when he's got volume, but when he when he when he's less involved. In games where you're putting up a lot of points, uh, sometimes and he's not kicking field goals like he used to be, and that was when he mm-hmm. was his best. Then he's certainly he uh, is certainly formed. But I think, as we said, good bun integrity. I think it was well rounded. Bit of fresh lettuce on there yesterday. So look, I think that was a great performance. And this team, this team looks you know special when it when it gets it right on offense. And as we said, Fuller was was the best. And I think what what for me summed it up was. Big plays, Jordan Aitkins, 21 yards, Kiki, 51 yards, Fuller, long of 44, and even Hopkins got a 29. So, um, but uh, the big big standout, I think, for everybody was zero sacks. Now, sacks is an overrated stat- statistic because it scores people points or fantasy and they may believe football or whatever. But actually, um, the, 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 the pressures and quarterback hits were next to nil, one, 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 one QB hit all day. and. Uh, I think this line's coming together, but apart from I thought Mark, Mark Sharpen had a bit of a tough day, uh, gave away some some penalties. Uh, but Titus Howard on there, the right got the right uh, tackle looks looks like he's at home. I don't know what you guys thought, but when he, when Deshaun's got time, yeah, I, I think that you kind of touched on it there. But there's a lot of sort of exciting players that are that are in the team now. Um, so you know, you said Fuller, Kiki QT's there as well. So as long as um, as, as as long as Watson has the time to. To, to make the plays and make the passes, um, it's good to know that and good to see that these players are there and available. Um, and uh, yeah, it's great to, to see Titus Howard um, starting to become more comfortable and being part of the team. Um, so uh, yeah, um, let, let's see Deshaun Watson make more plays with these exciting players. It was two point or under two and a half seconds yesterday was Deshaun's release time, and I think yeah. when he gets the ball out quick. But I think that shows his commitment to you know this team and. You know, after the game before that we lost, and 
how they showed that he was back on the field the same day he got here and just kept practicing and you know he promised him to do better and he, he obviously proved it you know yeah. he, he went out there and gave us a hell of a game and you know it was unbelievable just to see him you know move the way he was moving like when he recovered that fumble it was just you know one of the i was like i couldn't believe it he was we were like oh we're screaming so loud and it was just great energy and great you know atmosphere and we i really think i think watson's our guy i mean i, I really love that guy and i wouldn't I just got to give him some time to, you know, to develop what he's really good at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's my point of view on it. Yeah, I think it caused a bit of a stir with uh, with uh, Watson being pictured with his agent and uh, Jalen Ramsey in town. Mm -hmm. uh, said he had was visiting a back specialist in Houston, which was very convenient. They've also both obviously at dinner with their uh, their agent. I think Deshaun's agent will be watching that game, and then he's probably filed that tape as uh, as the big money uh, because if somebody like. Dakota Prescott was wanting 35 to 40 million a year. If I'm Watson's agent, you're looking for 40 plus at least. So, mm -hmm. um, as a big payday coming, it's maybe a big chunk of our salary mm -hmm. cap, but days like yesterday, I think, are uh, really worth it. What I did like yesterday was, and it was good to see, and he's not done it for a while, was bad passes and, uh, and uh, JJ giving the old finger wag, because I think that's uh, that used to be signature of him when he was at his best. Mm -hmm. Uh, when he was at the line of scrimmage, and he, and he gave the Alex Bregman nod. I don't know what that what does that celebration mean? What uh, it's something that has to do with walk him or walk him to base, right? Ah, so okay, yeah, to okay. walk, he does a walk, so he, he does it, and JJ watches, okay. kind of pay homage to him. Okay. So it was good to see. Well, that's it. You got two teams in the city doing so well at the minute, and you, you know, I think it's easy to the Texans to slide down people's, um, you know, preference or you know, or, or love at the minute because you know, there's one team that's doing you know incredibly well, an incredibly well built roster. So it was good. I think there was some there was some good flashes. I think. Zach Cunningham just continues to amaze me with his athleticism and how he runs across sideline to sideline and, and yep. in terms of in terms of that and yeah, um, it, it just just goes back to, to to the way the team's developing and having these exciting players here, these dependable players here, um, it, it's, it's something that's kind of been missing in the past. There's always been a few a few key players that people relied upon heavily, and now what we're seeing is more and more options both in the defensive side and the offensive side of people that can do things and do things for the team whether that's support Deshaun by protecting him or support um, Deshaun by giving more plays um, these options are there and it's, it's good to see that continue to develop yeah I think it was a good it was a good performance in the, the team and um, I think the, yeah the zero sacks thing I think going up against like Vic Beasley Tack McKinley Grady Jarrett they're all like first round or yeah. uh, Jarrett wasn't but they were they're all you know, yeah. to be given a big contract but all big, you know. I think obviously we lost Clowney, and I think that's always going to be a, a tough one to, to get back. And you do notice that there is a loss there with Clowney not being there because he's a, a great player. But I think the defense overall looks good. I think we, like, I mean, everybody's going to give up yards to to uh, Matt Ryan and Julio. I thought Julio Jones actually was disappointing. He was a player I wanted to see yesterday. He didn't look quite healthy. I don't think he he kept coming in and out. Uh, I noticed that in the first half. So maybe a, an injury uh, at foot there for him, but. Uh, look, it was a good good performance. I think, as we said, it's been it was the first time since last season we played Miami um, and in no sacks. But that's the only other time the shots had a zero sack game. So look, I think it makes a difference. And uh, we gave up a lot of points, and that's something we need to watch as, as we go along to mm. Kansas City next week. But I think what gives us all hope for next week is that you know Kansas City are beatable, and they showed that last night against a, a Colts team that you know not necessarily the. Uh, the biggest world, but it was certainly a plucky side. They've got some, you know, good. They've got a good roster, and although they lost Andrew Luck, he still can win games. They can still turn in some bad performances. But look, if they can go up there and beat them, 
then you know why can't we uh, next week? I think it's going to be we're going to have to find as many way, ways to get points as we can. We're not going to be able to give cheap turnovers. I think like we did this week. Um, but there's there's definitely there's definitely ways and means for this team to, to win. And if we get the ball out, we've still got Kenny Stills to come back. If the line can keep showing growth, like the, the sky's the limit for this team. But but we still we just have to make sure we put up enough points because we're going to ship them as well. And until we uh, until we address the corner situation that's uh, been glaring for a couple of seasons now. So. So we'll take a look around at the news. Um, we're just still watching the last, we've got four minutes 45 there of Baker to 5.9's latest monstrosity on prime time. Matt, you had some interesting thoughts on Baker. What did you think? Oh, I just, it's just, uh, it's incredible to see someone have a terrible time like that. And um, he just looks like he pulled someone off the, the side of the street and stuck yeah. him in a quarterback position. Yeah. Um, amateurish is the way you describe it, I think, for today's, today's game. Yeah, I think it's clear that these these guys. He's, he's obviously got a big ego of himself, and uh, it's uh, couldn't you know if he was a, a bit more of a humble individual, I think you'd have a bit more sympathy for him. But yeah, um, he's a former Heisman winner, but he uh, is not that long ago he was he was stabbing flags in the middle of college or grabbing his crotch at other players, you know. So I think it's uh, it's almost uh, you can you can feel a bit of uh, a bit of a, at least give a bit of a wry smile to a guy like that who uh, likes to throw a high pass and likes to talk a lot in the media because. He's certainly not getting it done in the field. So, no, interesting. Uh, re- the Redskins fired Jay Gruden as well. Um, it's a poorly run franchise, I think, until uh, until uh, Dan Schneider can run that one in the ground and the fans don't turn up and he blames them and moves it. I think that's probably the way they're going to move on there um, in terms of that. And then, as like we said, the, 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 big resu- the big shock result in the league was the, was the Chiefs um, to, uh, to, 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 yeah, to get beat off the Colts. And then... Um, and then as we look, we look look at our other division rivals, uh, Tennessee, uh, sacked their kicker um, because they missed field goals, who lost. Uh, and then the, which was Santos, the former KC kicker, he's, he looks like he's going to get replaced. And then uh, Jacksonville as well, uh, was, were, were, were beaten out uh, by Carolina um, in uh, in Carolina last week. So two wins in the trot for, for the Panthers. Uh, and then Ruben, the best bit of the weekend. The absolute fugazes of the league, the the uh, what we'll describe them as the pretenders, the Dallas Cowboys. What did you think oh. of their performance? Because <laughs> one thing people in Houston love is to see the Dallas Cowboys lose. We love it. It's a lot of you know bickering back and forth and seeing who's the best in Texas. But hey, we proved it this week, and I'm happy to hear that. And it was happy to see them lose. I'm sorry, Cowboys fans. I just we're happy to see you lose all the time. I like the quote from uh, Dakota Prescott. He said the uh, they because after they got the first three wins against Miami and a couple of terrible teams, they sniffed themselves too much. So I don't know what I, I don't know what I don't know what a winning Cowboys team smells like, uh, but I know what a <laughs> Cowboys team smells like. That's for sure. So, but I know it was good to see because good to bring them back down to earth. Because we met a chap on the plane on the way here who. Uh, Told us the first thing when he sat down that they were going to a Cowboys game and he was confident they were going to win the Super Bowl and uh, I just kept kept my counsel and kept quiet instead of what I actually thought. But uh, no, it's good to see them coming back down to earth. So um, we're we're all going to, we're all heading up this week to, to see Kansas City and Arrowhead. So see the Texans hopefully take another step. I think what's key for this team is, is we've just not built momentum this season. It's been it's been. Uh, 
it's been parallel to our off season where it's been there's been a lot of changes and that, that that's brought this inconsistency about. So this is our first chance with particularly if Mahomes hobbled off yesterday and he's got an ankle trouble, then look this is a chance to go and you know go and make make a big statement game because we've got them and then we've got the Colts um, away uh, followed followed by the Raiders before we before we've got the big one uh, against Jacksonville and London who are actually looking at their schedule they're looking okay so um, it's going to be good so we, we, we've um, tried to steer them predictions we, we the last week we predicted um with uh with will on the show that, that we'd uh, would be a high scoring game which i don't think is the most boldest prediction uh but yeah it was it was it was one that was uh was correct i think this week again with kansas city i think it's going to be a, uh it's a, gonna be a I, yeah it's going to be end to end shootout uh see where see where um see who blinks first and uh how many points can you put up it's probably going to come down to a field goal how many two point conversions can you can you try uh don't fumble the ball and uh, you know, try and play some defense. So, so, but I don't think I don't think they look that good on offense. No. And I think what what uh, Kansas City uh, showed a weakness of last night um, on the on the offensive side of the or the defensive side of the ball was uh, they just ran it right down the throat. Mm-hmm. And I think so. They got they got Mister El Guapo himself. Hopefully, he doesn't want to take too many bruises to that. Uh, to that face of his, but look, I think if if, he, if we can do that, and I think if we can get Duke Johnson more involved in the in the passing game uh, as, as as an outlet for Deshaun, I think we've got a good chance to put up some points. I don't know if Kenny Stills will be back. It's a hamstring, it like a bad one. Uh, when you when you hobble off like that, you've got to think it's going to be two to three weeks. But look, big one, guys. We've got we're, we're all going to be there and uh, an Arrowhead on Sunday. You got any predictions? I mean, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Texas by a touchdown. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a close game, um, uh, a, a score or less. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think it's important to bear in mind that there's options there for plays. Um, look after the quarterback, and I think we should do fine. Excellent. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening this week. We've been coming all the way from Harris County in Houston, Texas, so thank you very much for joining us. Keep, keep sharing the podcast. Keep subscribing on iTunes. Please share it with all your friends, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hear you again next week. Thank you very much signing out, and let's go Texans. Go Texans. Woo!